listening to the Girls Get Off podcast, an R18 podcast on all things female pleasure. Think girl talk, but real girl talk, where we chat all things masty, self-loving, sex, orgasms and more. Nothing is off limits, which means you get all the secrets, even our guests BFFs don't know. We're on a mission to make talking about getting off as fun as actually doing it. Ready to join the Mastination? Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Girls Get Off podcast. Oh my God, we just recorded this episode and it is epic. Oh, honestly, be prepared to be inspired and make up a profile for like Kiwi Swingers or whatever. Any of the other seven apps that Tori mentions. I know. Um, Yeah, you guys are going to be on board with swinging after this, I feel. Um, I'm, I'm buzzing. Yeah, because she, she's obviously got an epic relationship with her husband. But then on top of that, she's obviously so um, – it's like she's so – there's absolutely no shame in her world. Like she's so in tune with like her pleasure and what she wants. Yeah. And I think if you – yeah, a lot of the reasons that we do and don't do things in the bedroom or with other people is because of the like shame that's associated with it or like – or maybe they'll think this is weird or yeah. yeah and she's just like going for it and same with her husband it's so cool so great yeah we'd asked our audience um over the past week or so if they had any questions for us to ask and i think it's it is kind of like all the fears coming out isn't it like um what if the kids teacher sees me or yeah, this or that find out like, yeah and um like tori says so like if you're already on the swingers app yeah you're already open to it. You're yeah. already like amongst people that are keen on this anyway. And there's just doing nothing wrong. Yeah. It's, no that shame. That was cool. That was like, so great. Yeah. I think people are going to start swinging after this episode. I and know. <laughs> there's a need for unicorns, which are the single single woman at the parties or at the uh, on the apps. Yes. So she's all for more unicorns joining up. Yeah. It's like a um, recruitment drive. I know. I'm just so keen to get – we should get into this episode for people because yeah. I feel <laughs> – And we want to get – we don't. she doesn't know this yet, but we're going to have to get her and her partner back. Oh, we're, we're for sure get um, her and her husband back. We just um, – after we stopped recording there, yeah. um, we just, like, kept talking for a while. We should have kept the record button on, really. But, um, no, we're going to have to get them back because, gosh, what a cool – yeah, what a cool chat. That was awesome. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, so this is uh, Tori's bio. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I have been together for 16 years and we started swinging about eight years ago. We're on a few swingers apps, including Kiwi Swingers, and have found them all to be pretty successful. I'm bi and my hubby is straight. We're both fit, professional, super kinky and out the gate. We've made some amazing lifelong friends through this lifestyle and have had so many experiences. So welcome to the podcast, Tori. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know this is a subject that so many of our audience are like intrigued about and wanting to know more about. So it's really cool to have you with us today. That's all right. It's good to be here. <laughs> yeah, everyone's definitely very curious. And when we put the question box out there, we got like lots of questions. So we've kind of consolidated those and yeah. um, and we've got a little list here. But I guess we want to know at the very beginning, how did this pop up for you and your partner? Um, so years and years ago, um, it was on his mind um, and he 
it was something he was curious about. So he just worked over years on me to try and get me interested. And um, I would say probably now it's more my thing. Like it's kind of turned around a little bit. It's both our thing, but initially, you know, it was more him and he was sort of like, I'm going to train my wife to get into this. And then once he got me into it, I was like, you know what? I'm a super freak. I love this. I'm going to make it <laughs> Love it. Yay. Love it. That's cool. so cool. Um, was it ever a concern or what was your biggest concern? Like if you knew somebody there or... Um, no, I think um, my biggest concern was taking the big risk and not knowing, completely not knowing whether it was going to ruin our marriage or not. And we had such a good marriage. So it was like, is this going to destroy us? Because you, the unknown is very scary. So that was probably the biggest fear I had was if it was going to ruin us. Um, yes. But it hasn't. It's probably made us better than ever I would say oh my gosh that's so great and did you just kind of have boundaries in place definitely always boundaries and they change over time because we've been doing it for like eight years now and um you know like we might get more comfortable with some things or we might feel a little bit of jealousy from one thing so we just talk about it and set boundaries each and every situation because every situation could be a little bit different like it could be um going to a party with different sort of um, gender ratios and it might be like oh I feel more comfortable if this rule was put into place or not um so boundaries are always discussed and yeah um just always agreed upon but we don't really have a lot of boundaries to be honest like we've come across a lot of couples and um I would say we're more relaxed than most people I think yeah and do you think that um has to do a lot with trust yeah definitely the trust and just that we're both pretty just out the gate (laughs) and we just we have so yeah and so much trust in our marriage and with um with each other and we just know it's all fun and games so we just Mm -hmm. are like and we just know we're we're we are our own person so I'm like well I'm really into this and he's like well you get it girl and so he's just we're both just very supportive <laughs> of what each other are into and what we each other want to try and so boundaries we feel are just um we just don't put them put a lot of boundaries in place like our main boundary is always same room play that's probably our only boundary is same room play I would say yeah it, otherwise we just just do what you feel like doing and yeah it's good <laughs> cool and so how do you get how do you get started how does it go from your um husband going you know trying to get you interested in it to actually what do you do do you turn up to people's houses is it different parties are there clubs that you've been do you mean to? get it started when you first start swinging or get it started oh okay yeah. yeah yeah there's heaps of apps out there so we just signed up to some apps um make your own profile kind of like tinder i guess but it's for swinging and sex um yeah, and so we just talk to them, um, just do some vetting, like see if they're the right fit for us, um, if they're out the gate enough for us, um, <laughs> making sure they don't have a lot of boundaries too because our preference is just for it to flow really well. And if there's too many boundaries, it just doesn't flow very well for us. Um, so we just make sure we're on the same 
same same level of freakness and um, making sure we, we're, there's um, some chemistry there, which is really hard to pick up when you're just like messaging and stuff. But I think over the years we've gotten better at it. Um, making sure they're real as well, like getting some nice recent pictures is quite important. Um, and then just making all your stars align and making it work. Yeah, so there's definitely clubs out there as well. Um, we've been a few times to CCK in Auckland, which is a vibe. Highly recommend them. Um, there's events there. There's events. So when you're on apps and websites, there's events posted there. Um, just doing as well what you feel like doing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's too scary doing parties. And some people are like they'd rather do parties than a one-on-one sort of what two-on-one situation um yes it's that'll be the way to get into it is just logging into apps and making a profile and dipping your toes is it is a kiwi swing is the one that you used yeah yep uh we use a lot (laughs) there's kiwi swingers there's um one called three fun which is like like tinder it's like swiping left right um, field F-E-E-L-D um, which is another app similar to 3Fun and then there's another one called um, FetLife which is a little bit out the gate so you've got people who are really putting their um, their kinks in there so there's lots of um, very out the gate people so you've got people on there that are like I don't know guys like to wear nappies or um, lots of BDSM stuff on there so there's lots of them on there but there's also just um, your more mild kink people on there as well um, but that's pretty cool app as well uh, website FetLife yeah there's heaps out there cool, cool. <laughs> and do you find that um, you I guess I'm trying to put myself in the position here as somebody that's never been into swinging not even in a relationship (laughs) but um (laughs) I'm just wondering if it's a more comfortable place to start outside of um the region you live in like Mm -hmm. is was it ever a thing I'm not sure if you've got kids or anything like that but to see um their teacher (laughs) or something at an event that you don't want to like was that ever a concern and and it is it easier to take it out of region definitely easy to take it out of region we usually will play out of our region um or if we play here then we'll get um, people to travel to us or we'll travel out of town um a couple of reasons on that a there's not a lot of potential here (laughs) 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 and b yeah because it is um there's it's there's we just know too many people here and um, I just like to keep it a little bit more personal and private. Yeah, so I do think personally I like to take it out of town. But, um, you know, like we meet people who just don't care and they have they play in their same town. So it's just a personal preference whether you are completely open with it and don't care or if you do want to keep it more private. But in saying that, like I feel if I – played with someone even if they're from out of town and then they I met them again and we do all the time actually um run into them at festivals or we actually just become good friends with them to be honest um it's just okay because it's that you're not doing anything wrong so it's just like you just meet them again and you're just you have a beer or have a catch-up like it's actually 
oh, we don't mind, to be honest, just because we don't think so what cool. we're doing is wrong. We're not hurting anyone. We're, we're just having fun. So if we meet them, it's like amazing. It's just meant to be. Meet some friends with them again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. I think when you're in the position you're in and you've been doing it for a while, you know, you're obviously sexually open and you're confident in yourself and that's why you're you're doing what you're doing versus perhaps these like questions mm-hmm. are coming from people who are like just curious about it or they're just thinking about it. Whereas if you saw someone else at a sex party or if they're also on an app, like they're in exactly, exactly. the same position as you. Exactly. Yeah. And um, like when we first started – we used to think exactly that, like, oh, we don't ever want to play here. We don't ever want to have our friends find out or anyone. And then as it, as we moved along and with experiences and time, we were kind of like, why? Like, what we're doing isn't wrong. Why should we hide this from everyone? Um, and then we slowly started telling really good friends and realised, actually, nobody cares because we're not doing anything wrong. We're not lying. We're not hurting each other. We're not hurting people. So it's actually fine. No, your relationship sounds like it's doing great for it. So (laughs) I guess that'll be supportive. Um, Okay, another question that we got sent through is um, people are interested to know what the age range is generally for swinging. What's the difference? Yeah, so I would say mostly older, um, but you obviously Define older. Well, if you think about it, like usually people that are swinging have been in a, usually, this is normally, people have been in a relationship for years and they're sort of like trying to find some spark to their sex life. So they've been together for 15, 20, 30 years. So usually people who have been together that long started dating in their 20s. So they're usually in their late 40s, 50s, late 50s, you know. But I feel personally like we're when the younger um, range because – for us, we met when we were really young, so we have, we are in that sort of like been together for over fifteen years, um, looking for some spice. So we're probably more in the younger range. But in saying that, um, there is a circle of younger people out there that are like you know under thirty five that are wanting to get freaky. <laughs> um, not so. There's not so many couples out there I would say there's more single guys out there that are willing to join couples and stuff um not too many couples well (laughs) and saying that like which we try and look for you know similar like we like people that um, care about their health and fitness and um working people got good you know good morals and values and are quite attractive um (laughs) So you don't have a lot of options out there. <laughs> I love it. Um, and I'm curious to know whether people either when you are swinging just with another couple or person or if you're at, say, CCK, the club that mm. you mentioned, are people sober? Are they drinking? Are they taking any drugs? What does that look Definitely like? Definitely all of the above. Like you do get your whole mix of people out there. Um I can say personally I only like to have a couple of drinks. I don't like to ever be drunk doing it or don't do drugs or don't like to be dead cold sober either. (laughs) Um, But you do meet people that might be, like I've been to CCK before and and had someone there that was 
on something I could tell <laughs> um yeah but then you go to play oh, I, I can't say drunk I don't think I've played with anyone that's been really drunk so it's normal to have a couple of drinks but um sober I've definitely played with people sober but yeah it's usually the norm is usually a couple of drinks um you know, get a bit warm, get a bit <laughs> relaxed and get the mind opened a little bit. That's probably the yeah. Nice. And someone has asked here, how do you stop the jealousy aspect of things? Has that ever come between you and your husband? Um, I'm not sure if you can stop it. You can help it by lots and lots of communication. That's definitely the key to all of the problems. Um, so hand if he was on the call <laughs> so because we're completely different people <laughs> in saying that so I'm very um just relaxed with it I don't get a lot of jealousy or if any really myself um yeah that's speaking for me but for him I have heard him talk about like with other friends when we talk about it that he says he does feel a little bit of jealousy for the next couple of days um, he said he explains it's like a hangover. He said, you know, it's lots of fun at the time and then you have a little bit of a hangover for a couple of days and you get over it and it's fine, you're back to normal. Um, had just lots of talking, lots of he likes lots of um, reassuring, lots of cuddles, lots, lots and lots of sex afterwards for like the next week I would say he's just on fire. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Um but he's, uh, yeah, but doesn't ever put him off. He's never like, it hurts. He's just like, it's just part of it. Just like a little bit of a hangover, I think, because we actually usually play with mostly other guys. So it's probably why he has those sort of um, after effects of jealousy for a few days. Because his thing is he loves watching me with other guys his thing his kink um but with that comes that little bit of jealousy afterwards which he's fine with and then he just he wants to keep doing it so I'll keep giving it (laughs) (laughs) um and are single women welcome at events absolutely there's just like a real need for them to be honest I think guys are easy because guys are just on heat all the time um but for females I think maybe because society frowns upon it a little bit um and they're a bit more reserved they like to um really get to know guys a bit more this is just your just general speaking but there's a real Mm -hmm. call out for unicorns absolutely girls are very for unicorns That's so great. I always call up for unicorns. I ended up single. I'd be a great unicorn. I would go to all the parties, put myself out there. I'm like, girls need to do that. It's great. (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. That's so cool. Um, And so, what are your top? Do you have any top tips for um, for couples or singles starting Mm. out and wanting to go there? You know, maybe some even basic r- rules to set before you kind of know mm. what your boundaries are. Are there any kind of top tips? Yeah, there? okay. So, some top tips would be for couples definitely, definitely open communication and not being judgy of your partner for their. Um, for their feelings, for what they feel they want to try, what they 
what they're feeling in the moment and being so open-minded and um and and just accepting of your other halves um anything that comes out of their mouth really and making them feel welcome and comfortable to say what they want to say because the worst thing is you don't your partner to react negatively and then you shut down as and be like oh my gosh I don't want to say like what my kinks are anymore because then they're gonna be like oh what that's weird why would you think that why would you say that and it's like it's getting to that level where you can feel comfortable that that your partner's not gonna flip out when you say like like I might be like oh I really want to try and take two dicks in my pussy or something <laughs> and you don't want to be have your partner be like why would you say that it's weird it's disgusting or just flip out in any way you want to feel completely comfortable with that and and it'll all come with time as well like you'll you'll touch base a little bit and you'll be like you'll, you'll test the waters a little bit with your partner and you just you just have to be really accepting on the at the other end I feel so that because I remember when I first started, I felt like, oh, I don't want to have sex with another guy and make noises because then that's saying I like it, you know. And I discovered that that's what my husband loves, seeing me get off. So I'd be like, okay, I want to get a little bit into being myself or make a little bit of noises. And then I realized it's turning him on more. And they're like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to be my full self and bring the house fine. And, and, and that can be really scary for a girl because men do have really big egos and – and you don't want to hurt the egos, you know. So you're always, as a woman, you're always consciously thinking about, am I hurting my partner? Am I hurting him? Am I stepping on toes? So men listening, you need to let your woman be free and just let her spread her wings and get nasty. (laughs) (laughs) I love Um, it. And don't take it personally, I guess. Like it's not about... Yeah, it's not about you. I think that's a normal, normal oh, human reaction to like think about how you're feeling rather than it it's just, is. And you know. and you've got to accept as a human, you are not going to be the hottest person in the world. You're not going to be the best at sex in the world. You're not going to be the best kiss in the world. And you need to stop thinking that because there's going to be better out there. But it comes down to you know that trust in your relationship. Your partner's still going to got so much more love for you than just your body or your looks or your personality they freaking love you and they're with you for a reason who cares if they go and they might have better sex than you in that moment it's like just I just feel proud of my husband if he has got to like experience a hotter girl I'm like it, it's amazing and I feel like I'm giving that to him so I feel like I'm the boss bitch because I'm giving him that experience <laughs> you know and he feels the same if he sees me like take massive dicks or super super he's very hot but if he's seeing me say take super super hot hotter guys or whatever he feels like he's amazing because he's letting me have that and he's not holding me back from that and he feels like the man and he is the man so it's looking at it differently like looking at it like you're welcome that's all because of me Oh my gosh, your relationship sounds incredible. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. It just works. Um, And then, so another thing I feel a good tip is when you're, uh, for singles especially, this real good one for singles is when you're on apps is putting pictures on there because a lot of people will just put like a blank picture um, or like blur out their faces, so which is okay, but just put more on there because putting 
like when you're making your profiles, putting pictures on there, putting up a good bio um, and not being too pushy. Like so many singles are kind of like straight away, can I see your private pictures? And it's like, ooh, disgusting, get away. Um, guys who have like one picture and it might not even be off their face, instantly I just think it's catfish because they're out there and there's so many out there, like so many. Um, so just putting some effort into it, putting some personality into your bio is amazing because girls love funny guys. They love guys with personality. Girls love being charmed, you know. They don't want to just have a dick there. That's what I think from talking to my girlfriends that are into it. So good pictures, good bio, put some personality in there. Top tips for young players. <laughs> I like Amazing, it. Amazing, Tori. Um, did you have any other questions? No, the only question I can see here that um, the last one that someone asked, they said any good tips for first-timers, but they also said, and should you bring the Missy Mini with you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, take your suitcase of toys, definitely. <laughs> um, oh, so you rock up with a suitcase. <laughs> You're like, this is my, this is my toolkit. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Um, it is so cool. Everything, because you don't know. Like, for me, who's <clears throat> um, super insatiable, I <laughs> usually have Insatiable. Yeah, very insatiable. I have guys that are usually just all worn out, so I'm like, okay, fine, I'll bring out the toys. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to um, gangbangs. We've had, you know, all three guys that are <laughs> having time out, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I don't my toys out of my suitcase. <laughs> Definitely take the toys. Take the lube. Take your douche because you're gonna probably need that a few hours in. Um, take extra towels. <laughs> Especially if you're going to oh hotels. You're so prepared. If you're going to yeah. hotels and there's only two towels, you know you kind of need those for your showers. So definitely take extra towels. Definitely take um, your lube, take lollies for sugar in the middle of the night when you're needing, you know, reset because you're still going till early hours in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. love it. Um, I feel like you have just inspired <laughs> yeah. so many of our audience I to reckon. try. You might have some more people coming on those. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. I just, I feel like. If guys are out there, like there's so many guys on these apps and they're out there living their best lives, you know, oh, I can have sex with as many people as I want and it's great. Why should girls not feel the same? There's nothing wrong with it. We can be just as horny as guys. So just enjoy sex. It's it's natural. It's 100% natural. It's not just for making babies. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Great advice. Yeah, yeah, awesome. It's been so great talking to you, Tori. Thank you so no much worries. for coming on. Thanks for having me. Hopefully um, I've inspired a lot of people. That was my goal here, so I hope so. Well, I, I feel I like so. you actually yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, love it. Thanks, guys. Oh. Thanks so much for listening to the Girls Get Off podcast. If you've liked this episode, make sure you leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us heaps in the charts and Spotify. Anyway, all your reviews do help us because um, it means that we get discovered by more people. You can find us at girlsgetoff.com.co.nz.com.au, wherever you live. And the Facebook group, Girls Get Off Uncensored on Instagram, TikTok. We've been working on that. Um, but otherwise, have a great week. <laughs>